How to transform your passion into a successful startup. Welcome to Lead, an inspiring podcast that focuses on the creative spirit inside us all. Jocelyn Bellows interviews accomplished entrepreneurs about overcoming obstacles and achieving greatness. Join us today and lead into a fulfilling and successful life. everybody and welcome to another edition of Leap. Uh, joining me today is Beth Gray and Beth is an MBIT coach and the founder of Beth Gray Coach. Beth, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. Um, it's a pleasure to be here today, especially as I know for some of you today, April 15th and tax season. But for me, today is new start um, launch day, got something big happening in my coaching life. And so I know for some of you, maybe April 15th is not a great day. For me, it's an auspicious day. Have a great April 15th. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so we're actually going to air this a little bit after the 15th, and I'll put that um, in Absolutely. the show as well, which is totally awesome. Um, I, having just to kind of kick it right off, First and foremost, can you share with the audience what MBIT coach means? Uh, because I only just learned a couple minutes ago. Okay, so MBIT stands for Multiple Brain Integration Techniques. Okay, okay. so we start with M-braining, which is that each and every one of us has more than one intelligence center in our body. Now, we're all used to thinking about mindset, and we get a lot of mindset coaches. Okay, and limiting beliefs in your head and all about the head as opposed to our heart. Now, most of us know that our heart is for feeling, mm -hmm. but we don't necessarily understand all the neuroscience of how much our heart stores memories. Our heart sends eight times more information to the head than what it receives from the head. Huh. And then if we move down into our gut, we all know that some, some people refer to the gut as the second brain. Now it produces way more serotonin. Serotonin and dopamine is what make us, makes us feel happy or depressed if we have a lack of it. But our gut has a way bigger neural network or intelligence center than even our heart does. Hmm. So we talk about the gut instinct. But in M-braining, we've realized that while our head may have billions of neurons and is a supercomputer, our heart is still running on DOS, but it is ever faithful and it never fails. Hmm. And our gut is somewhere in between with millions. And I'm talking 200 to 500 million neurons. Okay? That means that our gut literally can make decisions for itself. And if you look at the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve is what runs from our spinal cord down through our lungs, past our heart, and into the gut. About 90% of the vagus nerve takes us back to the head brain, and only 10% comes down from the head to the gut. Now, traditionally, neuroscientists thought that that meant 
that all the information was sent back to the head brain for processing and the head then makes all the decisions. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's how we all learned science at school. Okay. But as they discover more, they're finding that sometimes the head brain is informed of the decision. Really? Yes. So with embraining, it is where neuroscience meets ancient wisdom meets coaching. And, you know, people say, well, I don't know if I should choose between my heart or my head. I don't know if I should go with my gut or not. Well, in embraining, we say you should go with the alignment of all of them. You should not choose one of them over the other. And how do people do that? Sincerely. How is Sincerely. That yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, we always are going to start with balanced breathing. And, and by balanced breathing, I don't mean your yoga breathing where your exhale is longer than your inhale. I'm talking about totally balanced breathing. If I'm breathing into four, I'm breathing out to four. If I'm breathing into five, I breathe out to five. I'm in complete balance. And the reason for doing that is that another brain is the autonomic nervous system. And so, sorry, I've got a little airplane flying over. Um, the <laughs> autonomic nervous system is another intelligence center, okay? And it's what controls your parasympathetic and your sympathetic nervous systems, okay? okay. Uh-huh. So parasympathetic is the rest, or if it's overly activated, it's depression, it's lethargy, it's I have no energy. Mm-hmm. And you have your sympathetic, which is your activity, or hyperactivity, or stress and anxiety because I've got too much going on, okay? So when we do balanced breathing, we're bringing the two of these into balance, where I am alert and yet calm, where I am neither overly active nor lethargic. And then from this perfect state of balance, I'm going to start communicating with my heart, with my head, and with my gut. And whatever that decision is that I am struggling with, I'm going to listen to all the intelligences. What happens if one has a stronger voice than another? That's typically what is the case. And most of us, it's the head brain, but for some of us, it's the heart. I mean, we all know that person that just runs off and does their heart's desire without thinking it through. Okay. (laughs) Press a company. (laughs) Okay. Or we all know that person that is, for example, head and gut. And when I say head and gut, our gut is our movement. It's our determination and motivation. We talk about bowel movements, but mm-hmm. our gut is actually responsible for motivation as well. It's, it's motility. It's, it's not willpower because willpower sometimes as we try to convince ourselves and I'm going to work on my mindset and it's going to be enough. No. When we go down into the gut, the gut just moves you forward. It's a powerhouse that cannot be stopped. But how many people do you know that they're working between their head and their gut and there's no compassion in it. 
there's no self-love, no self-care. There's, there's no heart. Yes. I, okay. I know many, many people. Um, uh, absolutely. More women and, than men that, yeah. that put, and I, and I want to equate that to putting their needs last, right? Yeah. Especially absolutely. moms. And I've had these com- very conversation as yeah. um, moms raising young children. And it's very easy for us to put their needs before ours. Absolutely. And, and we get caught up in the doing and we forget about the being, we forget about the love and the self-care. We're, bu- we're busy doing loving as opposed to being loving. How do you change that? Or how do you- Alignment. I mean, you've got to bring yourself back into listening to all three. And, and for some people, there's real blocks. I mean, like, if you think about, for example, a dreamer, a dream is, dreamer is all heart with head imagination, but there's no doing. Okay. Okay. And so at some stage, they may have blocked off something in their gut. And we work through what we call nibs, which are those neural integrative blocks. What is blocking the integration of your brains working together? Okay. Okay. So there's different in, in embraining, there's different techniques. That's why it's called multiple brain integration techniques. Mm-hmm where we're going through different techniques that we use to get you to listen to each one. And quite often with a client, I will, if, if there's a problematic one, one that they haven't listened to, I will do exercises where they're only listening to that one for a while. Okay. So that they get used to listening to that brain. What does that one have to say? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Quite often, and and as a coach, often you have to leave your ego aside because you'll have a session with the client and you see no results at all. And you end the session thinking, well, I know they got it intellectually, but there's no change. And about four or five days later, they'll call you and they go, I got it. And it's like, oh, okay. And, And you have to be willing to let go of it doesn't, it's not about me. It's about the client. Mm -hmm. It's about them having their breakthrough, not about I gave them a breakthrough, but they got their breakthrough. And that is a a real shift in how we as humans generally operate. Absolutely. We operate from this this space of ego. Like what's in it for me? How How do I help somebody else? How do I, it's how do I I exactly. And one of the beautiful things about embraining is that I've come to realize that my ego, and this is not necessarily true for everybody, but my ego is in my head. Uh My true identity, however, is in my gut. Who I truly and deeply am literally lies deep within my solar plexus. (laughs) So, Here's a here's a question, sort of off offside, though I think it comes back in. I've had many many conversations, and as I'm sure you have as well, around healthy gut. Yes, right? absolutely. Gut, how important is that to the effectiveness of having the alignment of all three? Because if you're let's just let's just as a as an opposition, and I think really mm-hmm. where many many people live is we live in a space of not healthy gut. It's processed food, fast food, we're constantly on the run. How does that then affect the 
efficacy of embryo. One of the difficulties I had was I was diagnosed with celiac disease, which I probably got back in 2002, 2003. Uh-huh. And so celiac obviously is an immune system problem in the gut. Okay. Through embraining, I've come to understand that the problem started when I was trying to use my head to protect myself as opposed to allowing the gut to do its job. And so the immune system goes into overdrive attempting to protect me mm-hmm. and protect me from a financial problem, not even from a immune physical immune deficiency, but I had a financial crisis and I got food poisoning and got celiac right there. And I'm absolutely certain that this was all tied together, that my immune system was just trying to protect me from life. Is that about the time that you discovered? I didn't find out I had celiac until long, long after, because in Panama where I live, um, there's very few Anglo-Saxons or Nordic people who actually ever suffer from celiacs. So doctors don't even look at it. You know, I was told I had irritable bowel syndrome. I had um, colitis. I had, and I did have those things, Mm -hmm. but those were symptoms, not the cause. It's interesting. What comes, what's coming up to my head right now and my just popping in and what I'm seeing in front of me is, and I've said, I say this often just in conversation with people that disease, disease, the word, is disease in the body, which is exactly what you're referencing. Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying, let's just be clear. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that you could heal every disease through embraining and alignment, Mm -hmm. but I definitely have noticed an amazing change in my body in the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. As as I've reframed my safety and security okay. and given that, that job back to my gut, as I've started to say to my gut, even though this part of my immune system was screwed up, you're still, your job still is to protect me and I trust you to protect me. Hmm. Okay. And you place the trust because head brain is not trusting. Head brain is the inner critic um, what your head does the best is imagination and visualization. Yeah. It also means you can do awfulizing and catastrophizing on an epic scale. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it, it brings up a conversation I had with a client last week. Uh, where she had learned some details about a situation and she had details, minimal details, and then just, and then created a whole situation in her mind. And she's no different than myself or you or so many women out there that have a couple things and all of a sudden they, they create. Absolutely. They make assumptions and then start to create a landscape on based on those assumptions. Exactly. And our head does that really well. Now that can be, absolutely fabulous when we channel it mm-hmm. when we focus that creativity onto building something onto making something onto yeah. planning something the how so with you... embraining <laughs> with embraining we say that's what you're supposed to do your head is supposed to create 
That's what you want it to do. But you want the heart to lead. Mm-hmm. Where's the creativity going to be focused? And so I'm going to focus my creativity on building my relationships. I'm going to focus my creativity on my passions. I'm going to focus my creativity on the life I want to have. And lead with the heart. And lead with the heart, yes, absolutely. Now, the gut then, like I said, is identity and movement. And so I'm going to allow my gut to do all the doing. Okay. I'm not going to do the doing with my head because our heads don't do doing very well. They get sidetracked. They get bored. Our head is like, well, next idea. Come on, let's go. Uh That is a lot more dedicated. It's a lot more. It's it's a long-term plan. It can handle the, I'm bored with this, but I have a mission. Mm -hmm. And that's why we want the alignment. How did I get into it? Yeah, how did you get here? Um, I mean, I know, and I'll just, I'll give the audience a little background. You, I mean, I know we've known each other for, since I think the beginning of the year. Yeah. And I know your background, you were a tax accountant. I was a lawyer, actually. Yeah, I was, oh, I'm I was sorry. A tax, tax attorney. Yeah. Tax attorney. Okay. I've been doing <laughs> self-development stuff probably for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so what happened for me was that um, I did NLP stuff probably 2008 and stuff, but I was using the NLP for negotiation stuff. I was using NLP for sitting at a, at, at a conference room table, negotiating whatever I was negotiating. And out. just a minute. Real life folks, this is this is Beth. Uh, Beth has a, a young child. We talked about this a little earlier about being parents. Um, so this is real life. This is really happening. Real, real life is <laughs> I have a five-year-old at home sick today, <laughs> which was not planned. And this is just how we roll. And, yeah, and, and everyone out there yeah. listening, you've all been there. <laughs> Shoot, it even happened on a thing on CNN. So there of you go. course. So um what happened was then I get from NLP into life coaching for myself. Uh Okay. Um, And as of about 2008, I had a life coach. I was doing a whole lot of forgiveness work and other stuff um, that I needed to work through. Then in about 2013, I actually started studying coaching, but more for the mentorship role within my law firm of how do I help others to grow? Um, And that kind of took me over on a journey of itself. And then I was like, no, I'm going to stay with law. I really, my heart was in coaching, but I was like, no, I'm staying with law. But then um, in 2017, um, I was at a women's retreat and it was really hit me about not living my purpose. You know, where where tax being that tax specialist had been my purpose, it w- no longer was, and I'd really lost touch with it. Mm-hmm. And I made a commitment to myself of I will start living my purpose. 
So that was in November 2017. January 2018, I'm in London studying M-braining because I'd already known about it for about two years. And I simply just hadn't gone and done the course. So I went and got certified. And then in March of last year, I started the energetics um, course in M-braining, which is all about connection with the gut. Um, and, you know, that just, I mean, I am totally passionate about M-braining um, because I see how as a lawyer, I was all head and gut. I was so good at getting things done. And I was so good at being heartless. I, you know, I mean, like, I, I was really good about not putting my heart into something. Hmm. Now, when I did my coach training, say 2013, 2014, my coach used to joke about me being the ice queen and being heartless. And he was like, you simply live from a place of you don't want to connect to your heart because you're so scared of what you might discover if you did. Hmm. And that was true. That was totally true. I, I was scared of crying. I was scared of being vulnerable. I was scared of opening up. And allowing other people's pain to even touch me. But at the same time, if you close your heart off to all of that, you have to close it off to yourself as well. It's absolutely impossible to say, I'm not going to feel other people's pain and keep your heart open for the people you want and close for the ones you don't want. It doesn't work that way. This doesn't. It works. It's, no. all, it's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. Yeah. And so eventually I had to come to, you know, not a come to Jesus, but a come to Jesus where I was willing to say, I am willing to be open and vulnerable and pay whatever that price is. And what do you, having gone through that now, what do you think? Now, how do you feel about the decision? I, I get my power back. Mm-hmm. Um, I get passion for life back. I have laughed over the last six months. Like I hadn't laughed since I was a teenager. And I, I mean, I keep saying to everybody, that's embraining. You, you get it all in alignment and you find the joy of living again. And it's so, you know, when you said ice queen, you know, my mouth went agape because ever since I've known you, and I've said this to you on, you know, previous calls or texted you or whatever, I see your face and you just light up. You you are a light. So to say that that was a former version of you, I don't know that person. I know the person that I see in front of me who just ex- exudes joy. Yeah. And that's that's a new me. That is definitely a new me. Welcome to the world. Yeah. So Beth, um, as we wrap up this conversation, I'd love for you to share with the audience where they can learn more about your coaching practice, more about you and your story and your practice and how they can work with you. Okay. So my website's easy. It's bethgray.coach. Okay. Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, If you look up Beth Gray on Facebook, I should almost pop to the top. Um, or it's Beth Gray 01 
um, all run together. And you'll also find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, um, all as Beth Gray. Fantastic. Beth, thank you so much for joining me today. And I know, uh, you know, I know we had some some uh, hiccups with our background stuff. So grateful that you were able to make it and hope your kiddo starts to feel better soon. Thank you so much. This has been my joy and pleasure. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Lead. To learn more about Lead, the podcast and coaching services, please join us on our Lead Facebook page at facebook.com slash what's your lead.